0: Hey, krueger
1: and this is jonah tree Boston.
0: welcome to another edition of radio rotary sponsored by local rotarians your friends dedicated to service
1: each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world people sharing ways to improve your life
0: and today Jonah we have two special ladies on our show we'll be talking with Sabrina Marzuka and Ashley Tilton and they are with the Dutchess County Department of Community and Family Services and they're going to tell us all about the foster care program
1: well let's say good morning to Sabrina good morning good morning and uh good morning to Ashley good morning good morning um tell us what you folks do uh what's your titles at the Dutchess County Department of Community and Family Services. Sabrina, I know you've got a a very important job.
2: I don't know about that, but (laughs) it does keep me up at night. Um, So I'm the commissioner for the department, and that means I oversee all of the operations of the department, which includes... Children's services, child protective services, foster care, youth services, adult protective services, food stamp, temporary assistance, housing, child support, etc. And what do you you do in the afternoon?
3: Yeah, I was going (laughs) to
1: (laughs) say. It sounds like a busy morning.
2: Oh, my God. Wow, that's an awful lot. (laughs) Yeah, we are actually um, one of the the second largest department after the sheriff. Over 400 employees.
4: Yeah.
1: And you're ably assisted by Ashley Tilton. And Ashley, what is your job?
4: Hi, m- my role here is a case manager in the home finding unit. So when the children um, have to come into foster care, I place the children into foster homes. Well, Another- let's,
1: let's define yeah. what exactly is foster care for those yeah. who don't have a, a, a picture of what it's all about.
4: Of course. when uh, If the child is not safe in, in their home and they're at risk of uh, imminent danger, they, the courts will remove the child and the child will have to come in uh, under our custody and placed in a foster home and a foster home could just be like mine or your home. Yeah, Ashley, when, when you say a, a
0: child is in eminent danger, um, does that mean physical abuse or neglect or not being fed? How do you define oh. an eminent danger?
2: So um, a child who is found to be neglected or abused, um, the definition is, is in the law, and our role Um, really the whole thing starts with a report, right? Somebody calls in and says, listen, this child is being abused or this child is being neglected and we have to investigate. This is our Child Protective Services branch um, that really works to determine this. At the end of that process, if it is determined that the child is in imminent danger, meaning that their life is at risk, Mm -hmm. Um, their well-being is at risk, you know, maybe they are not being fed, maybe they are being physically abused, sexually abused, or whatever the case may be. We will bring our case to family court in front of a judge, and that is where the decision is made as to whether or not a child should be removed. Now, when
1: when picking a a foster family, are these people that you've already pre-screened and trained, or do you, for example, look for an aunt and uncle? Who might take so, the
2: child in? So I think the important thing to realize is that the decision to remove a child is not taken lightly. I mean, oh, it's, just, yeah. it's, it's very important to, to understand that. Um, throughout the process, we have conversation with the bio parents and we try to find from them what resources they have. It could be grandma, it could be an aunt, it could be a sister, you know, what are your family resources that could come and help you? Um, and, and at that point in time, uh, if we have family resources, they will be our primary option for foster care placement. So a foster parent is not necessarily, um, you know, a stranger.
0: When when a report is made, I mean, I know as a nurse, I am legally obligated to um, a report what I a suspected abuse or or neglect. For the average. Um, neighbor or, you know, do they need to um, give their names? I mean, I could see people being nervous about reporting, wanting to report, but then being afraid to get involved. You know what I'm saying?
2: So some people um, are able to call any, actually anyone could call, okay. anybody can call. Um, you do not have to give your name. It can be anonymous.
0: Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And so, then what happens from there?
1: <laughs> that was my next question. Yeah. So
2: what's, there what's you the go. <laughs> right. So so if if the, if we get to the point where there is an actual removal, um, the judge will order the child be placed in the custody of the commissioner, um, and at that point in time, Ashley's team um, would have already been aware, and um, I will let her explain what she does because it is complex and mm-hmm. thank god i have people like ashley because you know obviously uh, it's not an easy job but she does a, a fantastic job she's been doing it for what 15 years wow <laughs> so
1: ashley before you get into the actual steps tell us what age range are these children you know you keep saying children but we yes. are talking about up to 18 we're talking up to 12 what age range
4: newborns all the way up to 18 years old
1: Got it. Okay. Wow. So what what is you what, what do you and your team do when, when you've got a report and the, the family court judge says, you know, find a home for this uh, person?
4: Yes. So as as Sabrina said, the first goal is to place with family and um, or a relative. And that's a very loose term here. It could also be a a neighbor, a friend, a significant person. Uh, We have many, um, you know, foster parents who are, are, you know, neighbors and and sometimes, um, you know, friends of the family. And um, anybody that has a relationship with that child or family could be looked at as a relative. Ah. So that that's our first goal. If that is not an option, um, sometimes they don't have any support or sometimes um, there's not someone who is appropriate to take the child, but who knows the child, then our next step is to find an appropriate foster home uh, for the for the child or children.
1: And you have a, a, a list of people who agree to be foster parents or do you have to start asking around the neighborhood? How's this work? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, we do have our pool of certified foster parents and we will start going through that list and we take a lot of pride in finding the best match, uh, not only for that child, but for that family as well. And we base that on age and school district and the needs of the child Both, right. and, and we try to make a, a very good match of what the foster parent um, is interested in, in doing and helping and the needs of the child and family.
1: And speaking of lists, Kathy Kruger has a list of sponsors she wants to tell us about. Who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Kathy?
0: Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us by Salisbury Bank. Third Eye Associates, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown Goshen, Highland, Kingston Liberty, Millbrook, Manuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York.
1: Going back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned.
2: Don't let mental health stigma keep you from living your best life. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County, and there is help. Did you know that 25% of the population deal with anxiety or depression? That's a lot of people. You're not alone. If you have the flu, you would call your doctor. Let Let's start doing the same when it comes to your mental health. It's time to get on the path to mental wellness. Contact Mental Health America of Dutchess County at 845-473-2500. Let us help you live your best life.
4: Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company we make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111,
1: or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Salisbury Bank is your friendly hometown bank with 14 branches throughout the tri-state area. Salisbury Bank offers personal and business banking, mortgages, and commercial loans. Salisbury Bank is your local community
3: bank with local decision-making and high service. Your local bank for
1: all of your local needs. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank. Because where you bank matters. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast and never miss an episode. We are on every popular podcast platform including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to the Radio Rotary Podcast today.
3: Our connections make powerful things happen. Uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. And together... We turn great ideas into reality by accessing our networks, our experience, and the best of ourselves to make a difference. Around the world, Rotary brings leaders together to build new friendships and to solve problems. Like in Austria, where generations work side-by-side to build sustainable housing and community centers. In India, volunteers run a mobile blood bank to help provide a steady blood supply for their local community and in Taiwan. People are working hard to get vulnerable citizens the support and services they need. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action.
1: Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Tree and my usual co-host Sarah O'Connell Plater's is away this week. But we have the producer, the fabulous Kathy Kruger, on the line. Hi, Kathy.
0: Hi, Jonah. I'm glad I'm here. I, these are two wonderful women we're speaking with here today.
1: And you should introduce them.
0: I will. We are speaking with Sabrina Marzuka and Ashley Tilton, and they are with the Dutchess County Department of Community and Family Services. And they are going to talk to us about um, the foster care system that they are Involved with, and it seems like an overwhelming job.
1: So, uh, Madam Commissioner Sabrina, welcome back. Thank you. Thank and, you. And uh, Ashley, Ashley, welcome back. Thank you. So, uh, we're going to go into some more detail about Foster Care. But just remind me, everyone, what exactly Foster Care is.
2: Oh, that's such a loaded question. <laughs>
1: Well, how does it differ from adoption? I, a lot of people get foster ah, care and adoption mixed up.
2: Yes, that's a good that's a good way to look at it because you can be a foster parent with the intention of adopting. Mm-hmm. You could also okay. be a foster parent with no intention of adopting. So that's a good question. Foster foster care is really a system that is set up to support families when a child has to be removed from their families because they are not safe. And that can be a temporary, we hope. The goal is that the family deals with whatever issue they have and they get strengthened and they can get the child back, um, but it could be long-term. And when it is long-term and when it is permanent, um, then adoption comes to play. So there is a link between foster care and adoption, um, but, but they are slightly different. And in order to be, a, yeah. oh, go, no, go just, ahead. My Sorry.
0: question is, is because um, to become a foster care family parent, um, there's got to be a lot of training involved. There must be, be, and your home must be checked. I am sure. Give us, give us a little bit of an outline there of what all has to be done in order to even be able to be a foster care parent.
4: Absolutely. The first step is to actually um, come to one of our informational meetings. We offer uh, orientations once a month here and um, we invite people or they contact us and and we invite them in to go over the process. What we what we do uh, first off is is uh, a lot of background checks and paperwork and just even identifying information who who you are, uh, where do you live, where do you work Mm -hmm. and also what are you looking for? Um, as a foster parent, you are in the driver's seat as far as um, the age of the child that you're uh, willing to take, how how many children, and the needs of the of the children as well. Um, so the foster parents have all the control there as far as what they're interested in. Um, and we guide them as well uh, throughout that decision. Uh, now, um, I,
1: I, now, how would people who are interested... Get a hold of you folks. You have a website, a phone number. Let's, let's get that out. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we're going to have this repeated in the third portion of the show. So what is your website and phone number for people who might be interested in uh, becoming foster parents?
2: Absolutely. You can go in duchessny.gov and look for the Department of Community and Family Services under the department. And then right there, uh, you can just search Foster care. Now, the easiest way I tell people is to just email us at dcfsinfo at duchessny.gov.
1: Give it one more time, please, Sabrina.
2: DCFSinfo. At
1: duchessny.gov. Folks, I don't get a pencil and paper. We'll have our great guests, uh, Sabrina Marzuka and Ashley Tilton. Repeat that in the third portion of the program. So somebody has sent you that email, uh, Ashley, and uh, has stepped up to the plate. They'd like to be a a foster parent, and you're going to have a background check uh, done. And uh, what's the training like? And what kind of support services do you offer? Yeah, uh, the, the foster parents.
2: So let's give the phone number also that they can sure. call sure. us via email. Yeah. Um, and it is 845 486 3071.
1: Give it to us one more time.
2: 845 486
1: 3071. Okay, so Ashley, they've made that phone call. And yes. uh, what's the training like? And what, what support services do you offer the families?
4: Yes, there is a ten-week mandatory training that is held here in the evenings, uh, from six to nine p.m. once a week, uh, where where we not just talk about parenting, we talk about parenting children with loss and and attachment issues oh. and trauma. Sure.
1: So- you know, the amusing thing is uh, Kathy Kruger used to be a delivery nurse, and she would just <laughs> hand the baby off to a, a father like me and say, "Here you are." No training. No oh ten no! Weeks. Now it's come like, on. There was
0: classes I... at the hospital.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not ten qu- weeks worth, though.
0: Yeah, but you know that's that's one of my questions too. I this is for foster families who obviously want are are wonderful people who want to take in a child or siblings. Correct. You can take in siblings into your home. Um, and and the the idea is you're going to take care of them long term. Do you also have like an emergency type situation too? So you know somebody gets called at two o'clock in the morning because there's a child that needs to be placed, for
4: example? Yes, sure. there are situations where um, there are short term uh, respites mm-hmm. or, or emergency situations where the child might be going to a relative, but we need an emergency foster family for a few days. Correct. Absolutely. Right.
0: And then you were talking about the training and I'm sorry I interrupted you what um, they have to you go through training and people come to your home too. I'm assuming and make sure that your
4: home is adequate. Correct. (laughs) Yes. So um, what coincides with the training, we will make home visits, uh, scheduled home visits where we do a full safety check of the home. Uh, We of course check smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors and just the overall uh, uh, safety of the home.
0: And you don't have to be rich, I take it, to be a foster care
4: parent then? Absolutely not. I tell people that we are absolutely not looking for anyone to be rich. We're just looking that you're able to make your your bills each month and you're able to, uh, you know, you have more money coming in than going out.
1: You do offer some financial support, though, to the foster parents. Is that correct?
4: Absolutely. All of our foster parents receive a monthly stipend to assist with the needs of the child, um, as well as medical, uh, full Ah. medical coverage for the child in foster care.
1: Now, the foster parents, do they have to have other children so You know they're experienced parents or, <laughs> no, seriously, uh, or, or for example, somebody who's a little old like myself, my kids are out of the house, right. but it's too quiet here, I want to have some, you know, the pitter patter of little feet. I mean, are, are there certain criteria for placement or, you know, you're yeah. just happy to have a good home?
2: The criteria is that you have a big heart and a willingness and that you have a safe home and you can provide for this child, a safe environment and a loving parent is really what we're looking for. A foster parent is really the partner of the agency as well as the bio parent. Um, They also have to be willing to work with the bio parent. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's important because sometimes um, there's a misconception that you just have the child and you don't have to you know worry about anything else but that's your role is really to assist the department and that bio family
0: You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up.
4: Hi, I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation, supporting the Mid-Hudson addiction recovery community. Our mission is prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. Among our projects, we fund scholarships for therapists, transitions from community housing, and the Overdose Awareness Memorial located on the Dutchess County Rail Trail. Visit our website at mark Foundation.org to learn more or to make a donation. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of
0: Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-702-4410 for full details or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. rotary.org.
4: Yeah. Salam. Salam. Shanty.
2: We all want the same thing.
1: peace. And Rotary Clubs Solo. are making it happen. Hey, wa- Through international scholarships to promote peace around the world. Happy. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Wasser. And with me today is Kathy Kruger. And we've got two terrific guests that Kathy's going to introduce to us. Kathy? We
0: we do. We're learning so much. We have Sabrina Marcuse and Ashley Tilton of the Dutchess County Department of Community and Family Services. And they've been telling us all about how to become... A foster care parent, um, and but I, I hope I'm not stepping on you. But at the same time, it's I, I love your goal or whatever word you want to use. That yes, foster care is so much needed, and it's it's such a wonderful uh, tool out there for for kids who might need something either right away, for long term or short term. But I love your word of reunification. That's your goal, correct? To always get the child or children back into their family situation once everything is safe and healthy for them.
2: Absolutely. That's correct. So family reunification is our goal. Um, I know that out there people think CPS, oh, my God, you know, you're here to take the kids away. That is not our goal. Our mission is to strengthen the families. And if there is an issue uh, and we need to remove the child, then, okay, family reunification is the goal. So the foster parent is actually the one who is partnering with us to assist with this family reunification. I like to call foster parents the partner Uh of of the bio parents.
1: That's a beautiful thought. That's really terrific. Now, uh, Ashley, before the break, we were talking about how one becomes a foster parent. You talked about the background check and the uh, 10-week training and and the home visits. Uh, what else would you like people out there to know about what, what it takes to be a foster parent? And by the way, is there an age cap? Can you sort of be a foster grandparent or in my case, a great-grandparent? Because <laughs> I'm older <laughs> the dirt.
4: Absolutely, there is There is no age cap. You can, you can be, we've had great-grandparents uh, become <laughs> foster parents. Uh, the the only um, thing is you do have to be 21 years old to start to be a foster parent, but there's no cap on that after that. Ah, okay.
0: And, and how do you what are how do you match the children to a family i guess is the word i want to use or if there's a better word let me know
4: <laughs> yes we take a lot of time and consideration in making the best match possible so we take uh, school district in, into account yeah. and lo- you know location of the birth parents and foster parents as well as um, the needs of the of the children and the, and the needs of the birth parent
2: and the culture um of The individual family is taken into consideration as well. Um, The idea is uh, a, a removal of a child from their home is traumatic. Traumatic, yeah. So you do want to minimize that trauma. And one of the ways to minimize it is to ensure that the foster parents that is receiving this child is Uh, in a familiar setting for this child, right? So this is why family first is our goal. If I have to remove, the first question I ask my um, CPS workers is, who are the resources? What's up with the family? Who can step up? Who have we spoken to? Um, Because as a brother, a sister, an aunt, a grandfather, you can step in. You may not want to be involved with us. You may say, I'll just come in. I'll thank you for your help. I take it over from there. That's okay. You certainly can do that. Um, However, we find that very often you have no clue what you're getting yourself into. You don't, you, you are at the moment emotionally reacting and you're not necessarily thinking about the practical aspects. Mm And so we follow up, you know, we'll, we'll make some phone calls. We'll follow up with you three weeks, six months after we are still trying to see, do you need anything? And very often somebody would say, oh my gosh. You know, I thought this was for a two week period. I really need help. You know, I need health insurance for the child. I need some help with, you know, buying their clothes or whatever it is, or even I just need respite. Yeah. Um, and, And so it's never too late in the process to say, hey, okay, I think foster care is my option and I'd like to become a foster parent. It's never too late.
0: And then once you become a foster parent, You touched on this a lot um, in the other segments. The foster parents also work with the biological parents, right? You you have that, that relationship. So that okay. What, what What is that? What do you do? Are there therapy classes or what do you do? So,
2: so there, there are, first of all, there are visitation rights, right? Okay. So the, the bio parents have visitation rights. Typically the judge will determine those. And so um, it is important for the visitation to occur at a time that is convenient for the foster parent as well as the bio parents. So there is just from the get go, that relationship building about, you know, what's what's the right time for you. So we, we expect them to work together as partners and we assist in the transportation or whatever it is that we can do. And I think Ashley can talk about, you know, her experience seeing those partnerships, um, you know, that that's just really it can be very stressful, but it also is so beautiful. Absolutely.
4: Mm. I We have seen relationships just blossom. We actually call them parent-to-parent meetings. Mm. So about a week after a child is placed in a foster home, we, we have the foster parent and birth parent come here to the department and um if I certified the home, I would be part of that meeting as well, as, and um, also the foster care worker. And it's a time just for them to get to know each other a little bit. You know, how scary would it be if your child was removed and you had no idea who was taking care of your child? Right. Yeah.
1: Is there a limit on number of foster children uh, any one couple can raise? Because, for example, my, my father was the second youngest of 11. You know, uh, <laughs> you hear about kids, farm families, okay? Is, wow. is there a limit, uh, and how how big a need is there for new foster parents? Do you have enough, or can you always use uh, more?
2: Okay, so that's a great question. There is not legally a a, a, a limit on the number. However, on a practical standpoint, this is part of the the role of Ashley and her team in looking at a family and saying, okay you have room, say, your home, you probably can take two kids, no problem. You have enough room, you can manage that, but you couldn't manage eight. You just don't have the room. So so it's not about how many kids that's limited by law or whatever. It's more about your capacity and your ability to foster for for those siblings. Because we We've had siblings of like five, right? Yes. Ashley. I mean, uh, wow. we had seven. <laughs> seven. we've had seven. And to keep Is the siblings right? together, and, they they allow yes. um
4: you you can, but you have to make sure you're able to care for all of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Bedrooms, the beds. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: In the minute we have left, give us your website again and your phone number and your email so people can contact you if they'd like to step up to the plate and become foster parents.
2: Sure. So the website is duchessny.gov, and the phone number is 845-486-3071. And you can also email us. Ashley reminded me, we, we created a, a, a direct email for foster care, and it's fostercare at duchessny.gov.
1: Sabrina Mazuka. Sabrina and Ashley Tilton, thank you so much for everything you do to make the lives of children better, and thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Yeah,
0: you too have an awesome... You have an awesome job, just, yeah, and you can tell how much you care. So, and thank Kathy, you so who's much. been
1: awesome enough to sponsor Radio <laughs> Rotary this week?
0: Well, we're sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wauke East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York.
1: For the entire Radio Rotary Team. My co-host Sarah O'Connell Clayton will be back with us next week. Our producer Kathy Kruger and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebois thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotaryNow.org.